On this edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media, I speak with undefeated middleweight prospect Nikita Ababi. Ababi takes on Jarvis Williams this Saturday night from Tulsa, Oklahoma and live on The Zone. We speak about Ababi's first year plus as a professional and his prospects for the future in the middleweight division. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with undefeated middleweight prospect from Brooklyn, New York, Nikita Ababi. Good afternoon, everyone. Mark Abrams here in Philadelphia. Let's head all the way out. I believe you're in Tulsa now. Undefeated middleweight Nikita Ababi, who this Saturday night takes on Jarvis Williams on the zone. Uh, what's happening? I'm good. I'm just quarantining uh, in my hotel room. We have one more day. Tomorrow we're getting tested again. And, yeah, I'm just, you know, keep it, uh, staying low in the weight, training, you know. Now, how, how is that? I mean, obviously – you know, you probably have your fight week routine usually. Uh, how, how different is that to, you know, or how much of a cramp does it throw into, you know, what you're normally doing? Uh, right now it's different. It's so different because I haven't left my hotel room for about three days now. And, you know, just, just to train, just to eat because, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's different. It's real different. It's real hard. Uh, so, so you've been in Tulsa for a couple of days now. Yeah. So what, what what are you going to do to pass time? You bring your Xbox and stuff like that, or you read? Um, I have I have my my PS4, but you know I'm just I'm just I'm I'm focused on uh like keep maintaining the weight low, losing the weight, and just on my phone, you know, just just trying to buy time, you know, pass by time. But yeah, it's really boring. How 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 different is it? Because normally, you know, you're cutting your last couple pounds and. Are you able to do everything you need to do to, you know, get down to the weight that you, you need to get to? Or you got to kind of make stuff up uh, along the way to try to, to you know, get those last couple pounds off? Yeah, we're making stuff up a little bit because, again, there's the, we, can't, we, can't, um, we can't use the hotel gym yet because, again, we were quarantining in the room. So we're making stuff up. It's, it's a little bit of a challenge, but, you know, you know, we're, we're overcoming these challenges, you know, we're doing everything we have to do to lose all the weight. Uh, what did you do before, you know, for the couple months that, you know, nothing was open. I know you're from New York and I know the law of the gyms, I don't even know if they're still open. I know fighters have found somehow uh, found keys under the mat to kind of get in the gyms. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you did. And if you did, you don't have to tell us anything, but uh, you know, during those couple months, what were you able to do? Uh, how did you stay in shape, boxing shape? Um, to be honest, this quarantine, like uh, everything, it was just, just the only difference is everything is closed. Like all the, the stores, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You know, for example, models and all that, like everything's closed, but you know, just the gyms are closed and, but you know, we training outside, we, I'm staying in shape, you know, I'm still jogging. I'm doing mitts with my dad, doing mitts outside with my trainers. And again, we try to make us work as, as best as we can. And drinking so, a lot of water. Drinking a lot of water. There it is. Uh, so let's, uh, let's um, uh, go to, um, go to the, what's the, the task at hand, Jarvis Williams, Saturday night, live on the zone. Uh, what, you t- what can you tell me about him? Uh, I can't really tell you a lot because I barely know anything about him. I just know that I'm going to go in the ring, do do what I have to do, I have to knock him out, and move on to the next. Uh, your first year uh, year plus, you, you got in eight, uh, eight fights, eight now with six knockouts, and you're slowly uh, slowly upping the competition as you've gone. I know last couple fights you fought, you know, Batista, who's a guy who's been in there with everybody, 
Before that, Selden brought in a 13 and two record. Uh, Williams brings in an eight and two record. Is that is that the way you see it? You're you're incrementally uh, moving up in terms of, of the uh, the uh, your opposition. Yeah, that's the plan, of course. For every fighter, you know, you have to, um, you know, step up your competition. You know, move up in the ranks. And yeah, that's what that's exactly what we're doing because we, you know, we have to we have to get that world title soon. Do you um do you look at like some of the other middleweight prospects? you know, around your, like, uh, level, like when I say level, you know, the 8 to 10, 12 fight level, do you see who that, uh, you know, some of the other guys, uh, how they're progressing, or you're just focused on what you're doing? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just focused on what I'm doing. Yeah, I know a couple of prospects, but they're doing, you know, by the time we, we like, me and the prospects fight, that'll be, like, in two, three years. So I'm, I'm not worried about anybody. Again, just focus on myself, focus on building myself as a fighter. So I could be one of the best. You've scored uh, some some really nice knockouts in your first eight fights. Uh, uh, I think you've been described as a power puncher for those who haven't seen you. And I know most of the people watching this probably have seen you. Uh, Would you describe yourself as a guy, as a knockout puncher? Yeah, that's what I'm aiming for. Um, You know, everybody loves exciting fights. Nobody, like, some people like, you know, long distance 12 rounds you know boxing you know little punches like that but again everybody loves exciting knockouts power and that's what I'm aiming for and I'm sure you know this you don't get paid by the hour in this business so uh exactly so um uh I know you're not looking past this fight on Saturday night but uh you know the rest of the year I mean in terms of uh like I said you fought eight times in about uh about 14 16 months uh, do you see your pace uh, maybe slowing down a little bit, or do you see uh, you know you see you keeping that that pace in terms of you know fighting real you know pretty regularly? Well, it did it did really slow down uh, because of uh, the coronavirus. It's been six months, uh, I think six seven months, you know, since I last fought. But hopefully after this fight, I could get two more fights in by the end of twenty twenty, so I can be eleven and 10 and 12 and zero around there. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully I could get, you know, I could squeeze in some more fights after this fight. That'll be nice. Where did the nickname white chocolate come from? I always get, I always get that question asked, <laughs> but, um, well, I, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, as yep. you know, and, um, I, my gym where I used to go every day was in Flatbush and a lot of African Americans are from there. So I was literally the only white kid there. And you know, how they say about white kids, you know, they don't got like white people, they don't got rhythm. They can't jump. They don't got like, they don't got flavor. They don't got none of that. You know, they, they don't have the sauce. So I was sparring in the gym and I was beating, like, I was beating a, a kid up and some guy in the crowd was like, yo, he's white. He got rhythm. <laughs> Call him white chocolate. And literally since after that, everybody, like, everywhere, every tournament that I went to, everybody called me white chocolate. And it just, you know, stuck, stuck with me. So you probably get, I, I want to say more questions, but you say I want to ask you about the white chocolate and also about the about the blonde hair. I'm sure you get a, get a lot of questions, a lot of comments about that because you know in the ring you, you just can't miss it. Yeah, you just you know uh, I just try to be different a little bit because every fighter is like you know serious, got the bus cut. You know, I I'm just trying to stand out. Not even trying to stand out. I I know I know I'm different, and you know, and with that you know I I I got to stand out and. I like the crazy blonde hair, you know. That's like my flashy style. I like it. So, so even though you're just 21 and just a couple of years in the game, you, you already know about promotion and marketing. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> 
you, me- you mentioned something from Brooklyn, all the great fighters coming from Brooklyn. Uh, how much uh, does that help knowing that, you know, you could, you know, you probably have tremendous sparring, you know, anytime you want, anytime you need, there's so many great fighters in and around your weight class, mm-hmm. so many great fighters, you know, just in, in the gyms and, and whatever. Uh, how, how, how much of an advantage is that for you? Oh, it's, it's, a uh, again, that's, it's the best, the best advantage you can have in boxing is sparring because you could do you could do as much mitt work as much bag work as you know you can do. But if you don't get the sparring, sparring is the most important key in the sport of boxing. So yeah, like you know, and and having the you know an ability to get sparring anytime you want that's just you know you're only gonna go up from there. Who are some of the maybe two or three guys that maybe we've heard that you've sparred with the most? Uh, Sergey. The guy who fought um, Devin Yeah, he. I, I'm. I'm inspiring him for camp for this fight. Um, a, a lot of uh, the Ukrainian, the Olympic team, and um, yeah, just you know, I've again a, a lot of sparring, you know, because they're 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 also getting ready for their fights. Yeah, I, I would assume. And Evgeny uh, Kitrov, you know, I'm inspiring him. Right? I don't know if you know him. We know Kitrov, I, yeah, I'm inspiring him. We do. Just the whole, just the whole team, you know. A lot of names, a lot of different names. So, so, so I imagine that you're also working with Devonchenko for his fight. He's fighting Charlo coming up in a, in a month or so. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, he's asking. Yeah, he's asking me to help him because uh, I think he's going to Florida for his training camp, I think, or California. Mm-hmm. And they're asking me to go out there and help him for his training camp. So you didn't get re- you after this fight, you know, providing you get out of it scot free with no cuts or anything like that. You're gonna go right back into serious training. No, back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in training camp, back and back on the diet. No breaks, you know. We're stepping on the gas, full way. Last couple questions. What do you want to say to the fans out there in closing before we see you on Saturday night? Uh, look forward to um, fireworks in the ring. I'm planning to steal the show. And, again, looking forward, you know, it's going to be an amazing night coming from White Chocolate. And one last, last question. Where can we follow White Chocolate on social media? Uh, my name and last name, Nikita Bobby. Uh, you know, every everywhere, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, everything, same thing, same name, Nikita Bobby. Why, why not white chocolate in, in, in the in the social media? Handle? Somebody took it on oh. Instagram. I try to have white chocolate. Somebody took it. Somebody has it already. Well, there you have it, Nikita. Thank you very much for a few minutes of your time. We look forward to seeing. You. We'll be watching the fight Saturday night. We'll be uh, talking along the way. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Terrific. Thank you very much, sir. Best of luck.